Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and a self-care tip to keep your week going. So marketing tip of the week. Um... I'm actually in the midst of rebranding um, because we're such a multifaceted marketing and media agency. And there's something about color that I think in terms of your branding, and it's so funny when I think of marketing ideas, it always has to do with who my guest is, which is so funny. I just think it just kind of resonates with me. But I think the more consistency and color you stick with in your branding, the more people remember and resonate that it's with a specific person or business. Um, So just really think about um, the types of colors and, you know, themes you're using consistently when it comes to your marketing, because if you keep it consistent, it's memorable. So just remember the importance of that for sure. Self-care tip. Well, to everybody who's going back out and about, I hope that you're dressing up and treating yourself more often these days. Um, That is definitely aligned with my amazing guest today. So I would say like if you haven't dressed up to go out on a date night, night out with your friends, something that's really fun for you to do and um, feel good, do it. Book it today. Um, I can't wait to hear about it. So now I'm really excited to share my amazing guest with you. I have Maureen Chira. She is the founder of Chira Feed Shoes. What a diverse background she has and rock star this woman is. Um, she comes from Uganda. She launched, now lives in Boston for over 20 plus years. Um, she launched a shoe brand. She's a designer and um, she is creating the most eclectic, fun, gorgeous shoes of such vibrant colors and beyond. I can't wait for you to hear her amazing story and why you should get a pair of Chira Feet shoes. So stay tuned for the amazing Maureen Chira. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Maureen Chira, the founder of Chira Feet Shoes. Hi, Maureen. How are you today? Hi, Jackie. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to have you. You are just everywhere these days. Fashion Week, NBC, (laughs) doing all the things. I'm so honored to have you on this podcast. You are crushing it. Um, So tell us a little bit more. I mean, you're such a diverse background. Like, How did you become a designer and why shoes? (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. So how I became a designer, I'm not one of those people who were, who was like, when I grow up, I want to be a designer. No, I was, I'm not. If you had told me when I was like a teenager that that's, this is what I would be doing today. I'd be like, you're totally crazy. It would make no sense to me whatsoever. So basically it was, it was need. That's sort of how it happened. I spent, I, I basically had sort of noticed that no matter how, like, whenever I went shopping for shoes, it took forever for me to find a pair of shoes that was like exciting for me. Um, and that's because like for dresses and other things, you can always find something that looks like you. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, there's so many designers out there. They do all sorts of different things. So you can find something that actually reflects your personality. 
Not so much with shoes, unfortunately, because apparently someone decreed somewhere at some point in this lifetime that all shoes should be black, gray, beige, or some such color. And like, there are all these weird unwritten rules about shoes that I just don't understand when they should be worn, how they should be worn. And I was just like, I can't find a pair of shoes that actually says, hey, this is Maureen. This is me. And I was sick and tired of spending so many hours trying to figure it out. So I thought, well, how about I look into maybe possibly figuring out how to make the kind of shoes that I want? So cool. Yeah. Started with sneakers, like high top sneakers, which were so badass, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And yes, again, I started with sneakers purely because at the time I wanted a pair of sneakers. I literally wanted a pair of sneakers that I could wear with most anything and to anything without a thought. Like a genetic effortless, fun, funky, and just like me, but like comfortable as possible. For sure. And that was, yeah. So then I was like, okay, that's the first one I'll design. And that was it. So cool. So from like start to finish, how long did, did it take you to design this? Oh my God. This is a really weird question to answer. I don't think anyone has ever asked me this, but honestly, <laughs> it didn't take very long. <laughs> it didn't. And here's why. So the designing process itself didn't take very long. Okay. Uh, what took long was actually figuring out the process of Production. actually like starting from like, okay, if I design it, how am I going to get it produced? How will I actually get an actual pair of shoes in my hands? And if I do, what am I going to do with it? Uh, can I do something with it? You know? And so I thought, okay, well, at the very least I can do it for myself. I can get a pair for myself that I'm happy with. For sure. And so, yeah, I did that. But the design process was actually surprisingly really fast. And that's just a weird thing with me. Design comes very, very easily to me. So that's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. That's like not on average something who has no background initially in that. Like that's a gift. Seriously. Yeah. I, I have a, I'm sort of kind of fortunate because my dad, my dad owned a paint factory and I didn't actually know for a very long time, but like much after he had died, my mom told me that his... So I always knew that there was something really specific about his paint. He, first of all, had the first paint factory in Uganda, which is where I grew up. Huh. And his paint was not like other paint. Like the colors were so vibrant and so specific. And I always thought, huh, that's interesting. Like I just always preferred his paint colors to other paint colors, but I just didn't, didn't think much of it. And then my mom later tells me when I started designing, she was like, you know, your dad, that was his specialty. I said, what do you mean? And she said, his specialty was like something to do with like mixing colors. And I don't know, there was a, a term that she used for it, but like he was apparently very good at like mixing colors that when he was younger and learning how to like mixed paints and things, the company that he was working for in Nairobi sponsored him to go to Germany what? and like further his education about this because he was so good with how he used and mixed colors. Amazing. So evidently I, you know, got that luck, that lucky gene and just sort of, I don't know what the hell happened, but I didn't know I had it. And then there it was, but it just, it always came so easily to me. And there we have it. Freaking awesome. Now, how many shoes do you actually have designed? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious because <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I mean 
okay, that's embarrassing. I should know. But here's the, it's definitely over, I want to say over 60 pairs. Damn. Yeah. And that's very conservative. I'm certain that's way more For sure. I'm just curious. That's so fascinating to me. So can you also, for people who are totally unfamiliar with like your background and the site, like what style shoes do you have? Obviously so much more than sneakers. Right. Okay. So essentially the, the point of me designing shoes was really, I just started with sneakers. But the point was for me to design, I wanted to design shoes that were easily wearable to like everyday things, like and the whole gamut. So like if you're chilling out at the barbecue, there's a pair for you. If you are, you know, hanging out with the girls, there's a pair for you. If you're going on date night, there's a pair for you. If you're working at the va va voom office, you know, there's a pair for you. It doesn't really matter what you do. And if you're like the badass chick who wants to like throw on your biker boots or whatever it is, there's a pair for you. Mm-hmm. The idea was that I found it very odd that like somehow the only seeming, the, the easiest way to wear a fun pair of shoes was to be going to a special event, right? Like when you're looking for special event shoes, there's like a ton of them for in sure. all the different colors and all the fun things going on and they're very special looking and whatever. But then I was just like, but we spend pretty much all of our time in shoes. And how much of that time do we spend going to special occasions? Right. Not that many. So, so we, yeah. So we spend a lot of time in like blah shoes for most of our lives and only wear the fun shoes on the, you know, as the exception. And right. so I thought, what if I could wear really fun shoes every day? I so I want a pair of walking sneakers. They're fun. I can wear them with my little leggings or I want to, you know, take a walk in the park and I want to put my little slip-ons on. Why not? Do you know what I mean? Why can't they be fun and interesting? So the short answer, every single type of shoe that you're looking for, we've got the heels, we've got the pumps, you know, like the platforms and all the things, wedges, which are some of my favorites, um, slip-ons, open toes, ballet flats, you name it, we got it. So awesome. Now, speaking of the platform, the platform trend is coming back. And I know you're very excited about that. So can we talk more about where that trend, like what, what is it you love about the trend? What is trending about the trend? Tell us all those things. <laughs> I like that. Um, okay. So what's trending about the trend really is like, I mean, who the hell knows where all these trends come from and who decides what the trend is, right? Here's what I, I know. Somebody that is considered uh, a fashion icon of some kind puts on something and then everyone is like, oh, wow, that looks cool on them. And For then, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now it's the thing to do. And then everybody, people just want to wear them and there you go. So I don't know who picks the trend this time, but we've seen a lot of platform heels like lately, like across the board. This also has actually a very interesting uh, sort of spin because men have also been getting more into heels. And I think platforms are much more user-friendly for mm-hmm. men, you know, in terms of heels. For sure. And so, I, yeah, I think they feel more comfortable wearing those because, you know, there was actually a time when men could just wear platform heels in the 70s and it was no big deal. And, you know, everybody was just kind of like, yeah, it's just the style. So I think the fact that it's sort of like this androgynous sort of shoe style that is also like, sassy and sexy and edgy and like in your face. Do you know what I mean? Is a very appealing thing. And so it's, yeah, where I I feel lucky that it's the trend right now because I'm all about the platform heel. 
for sure. I yeah. love the stories behind like all your shoes too, because it represents like people you admire, represents different countries, like all those yeah. things. Like, how do you? I'm. I know you probably get asked this a ton, but like, what inspires the designs? Like, how, what goes into the designs and also the colors that come with that? Okay, so that's like a whole gamut. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. So, for example, I have a shoe that's inspired by literally, like, for a men's collection, it started with, like, all the shoes were inspired by the most important men in my life. There's a shoe inspired by my husband. There's a shoe inspired by my dad. There's a shoe inspired by all three of my brothers. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then that's how I started the men's collection. So cool. Um, yeah. It, so I sort of, like, started with, like, people. That were people who were important to me and who inspire me in some very specific way, you know? Um, and then of course that sort of takes on a life of its own as an artist. What you do is like, you're like, Oh, I started here. I'm designing a shoe from, you know, that's inspired by mom. And then you watch a movie and you love some character and you're like, Oh my gosh, I love this character. What would, you know, a shoe inspired by them look like? And then boom, there's a shoe named river, you know, named after a, a movie character. And it just sort of like spirals. I, I want to say spirals because again, it really does feel like spiraling in my head. It just like takes on a whole life of its own. And then you go, and then I also have like the ones where it just, it's just sort of like, Oh, I really like this person. I just like this person. They make me feel nice and warm and fuzzy and I like what they stand for. So yeah, I would like to design a show inspired by them. And then I, I do, that. you know. I love yeah. that. I remember too, like on the NBC segment, you were talking about how you even had shoes after countries. And I was like, this is yeah. very cool. Like very I, different too, right? Like, so. Yes. Yeah. So it, that's another thing. I, I do, I think the main thing about my brand and the shoes that I design is that they're actually more about people. The The fashion part is very interesting and it's fun and it's exciting and all of those things. But like for me, my shoes and my designs are all about people because they're made to like give people a voice and to give people access to saying things that they want to say for sure. that they otherwise wouldn't. Do, do you know what I mean? Um, and so that becomes very easy when there's something that I care about. Like, for example, a country is going through something and it's something that hits home for me and that I empathize with. Well, guess what? I'm a shoe designer. What can I do? I can design a shoe that's inspired by that country. For sure. And we can donate some, you know, some of the proceeds to that so. cause. So it just sort of, I don't know. For me, it's a, it's a win-win. For like sure. I get to do the thing that I love and then I get to do it to honor all the things that matter to me. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Which also like speaking of, I love the causes. You do have two shoe lines that give back to causes, right? So can you right. talk about that too? Yes. So the very first one that we did was uh, our BLM series. Um, and that was obviously after George Floyd, when all the George Floyd things were happening. And I felt it was very important. I wanted to design a line of shoes that was specifically uh, inspired by the Black Lives Matter sort of like tag. And I would say movement even. Because, well, first of all, I am one of them. I'm, I'm one of those people. I've got brown skin. I'm a black girl. But also what I really wanted to do was to have, to give people a way to sort of support the cause without having to do anything outside of their company. Because it's a very touchy thing, you know? Like, and, you know, people were online yelling about like, you're not posting enough. 
you're not saying this in that right. manner. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, for somebody who doesn't feel very comfortable, I, mean, though I also had friends who were like, I literally don't know what to say. I literally have no clue what to say. So that's why I'm just like keeping quiet. But I actually give, I care. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, well, there's a whole group of people that want to do stuff, but they just don't know how. And guess what? They wear shoes every day. <laughs> so true. I love, you know? love that. Yeah. So maybe they could buy a pair of shoes. They're supporting a cause. And in wearing those shoes everywhere they go, that's their statement. They're saying it. Do you know what I mean? They're saying it in a way that actually works for them. And for me, I, I felt like I mean, that's an honor to, to be able for to do sure. that. And that's yeah. like more of a legacy way of doing that rather than like a short term. Oh, I'm going to share it on social media. Like this is like a long term thing that you're supporting. I, I mean, that's so well said. Like, love that. Yeah. I mean, I love it exactly because we still have it and it's going to be ongoing. And because of that, actually, then I thought, you know, there are other things I care about. So what if we actually just start a series called Fashion with a Cause? And in that series, then that's where we'll put all the different shoes for the different causes. So we have like a shoe for Afghanistan. We have a shoe for Lebanon. Uh, we have a shoe for Haiti. Do you know what I mean? Like recently we have a shoe for Uc- the Ukraine. Like, so as things come up, then, you know, love we it. just increase the, the, the like line. I said, yeah. Like I think the key thing is legacy. Like it's not, it's like a long, it's a long-term thing. Like people can buy them whenever and it still supports the, I think it's awesome. Like what a great thing you're doing. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Of course. All right. I also want to talk about your background because you have a lot of fun facts about you. But before we do that, please tell everyone how they can follow you on social media, purchase some, <laughs> cheer, feed shoes, all the things. <laughs> okay. Okay. All the things. <laughs> that always feels like so many things. For all sure. right. So on social media, <laughs> I've tried, we've tried to keep it simple. And it's, it's literally for all the social medias that you're, you want to look for us. We are cheer, feed shoes. That's it. If you type in at Cherifee Shoes on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, all the things, TikTok, all the things, you'll find us. Perfect. And then the website is uh, cherifee.com. We try to keep it, I mean, it's a mouthful, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So that's tell people. So, because obviously when I met you too, so the KK. Oh, right. CH, right. Cause tell people how to, cause they're going to type in CH probably, right? Like half the right. audience. You don't know. So just explain <laughs> that too, please. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my last name is Chira and it is spelled A K I R A, which I know in America and in English life and language of all kinds, it seems bizarre. And I get the question two K's and I'm like, yes, it's two K's. That's because I'm Ugandan and we have tribes and that's just how we spell things. We spell them phonetically. And so it sounds weird uh, in in English, but the actual spelling is K-K-I-R-A and then feet, like the things that you walk on, (laughs) F-E-E-T, dot com. And yes, the correct pronunciation is cheetah. So think like a cheetah, like C-H-E-E-T-A, but like say cheetah. Yeah, there you go. And then you got it. Perfect. Thank you. I just want people, if they're like searching, they're like, am I spelling this right? Am I not fine this? Like, just want to make sure we're on the same page here. Okay. Yeah, good luck, y'all. Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) 
Well, I'll do a blog and they can access like the links there too. So that'll be good. Yeah. I empathize with them is all I got to say. For sure. For sure. But I want to talk about these fun facts. You have a lot of fun facts about you. Um, They're random. Yeah. But one thing that you didn't list on the sheet that I have to talk about is that you wear seven layers. Okay. I love it. Every day you get dressed, Maureen wears seven layers of clothing. (laughs) So can we talk about (laughs) these layers and why we need seven layers? (laughs) Well, yes. Uh, I know that totally makes me sound like a total freak. Okay. No, you're a fashionista. This is what they do. But yes, but for me, it's also very practical. It's a real practical reason because I wear, so just to be clear and to clarify, in the winter, yes, I wear about seven layers of clothing. <laughs> and, and when I say about, I mean, there could be more um, because I'm an African girl and I'm as tropical as I look. So I do not do very well with the cold. And so I just, I found that the easiest way to stay warm is to like layer upon layer upon layer. So I will put on as many layers as are necessary for me to feel like I'm warm. I'm not okay with being like not cold. I need to be warm. For that's sure. the operating, you know, thing. The that's what I'm focus. That's the main point of focus. Correct. Something else is secondary. Exactly. Everything has to be warm. And then I'm happy to take off layers if I need to, you know, that's cool. But like, you will not catch me doing that shivering thing outside, you know, that people seem to do very fondly in New England. No, I'm just like, uh, you are ill-prepared, darling. You are very ill-prepared. So obviously, okay, so in the summer, in the winter, there's seven layers. So what are we doing in the summer? Oh, in the summer, I'm cool. It's like everybody else, like, you know, as light as possible. We're good. Summer, I'm like, bring it on. Okay. And you know how people in New England complain about like 100 degree weather? I'm like, the hotter, the better. For sure. I do not care how sticky the air is. I'll take it any day. Or like being freezing cold, for sure. Okay. So in the winter though, like what are the seven layers? Oh, okay. So (laughs) seven layers are leggings. I start everything that I wear. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. If you meet me and I'm wearing a skirt, I guarantee you, I have some kind of layering underneath that you just can't see. No matter how fantastical and like something or other I may look, there's layers and layers of leggings. So sometimes it's multiple leggings. I swear to God, sometimes I'm wearing like two or three leggings, two two or three pairs of leggings. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then after that, so normally, of course, I'm wearing pants. So after that, then I'll put on a pair of pants. And then after that, I'll put on a a shirt, like uh, an inside shirt, like a, a thin top, shirt. Like a spaghetti then, strap, spaghetti strap concept. Okay. Correct, yeah. Exactly. Spaghetti strap and then a thinner long sleeved and then another thinner long sleeved and then another one. And then <laughs> that's when we do sweaters. <laughs> we'll do sweaters. Great. So great. I love it. <laughs> and then, you the know, scarf. maybe a, yes, a jacket, like whatever the big jacket is and then a scarf. Um, and then I've got to have my gloves on and then I have my hat on and then I have a thick wool sock pair on and then my boots and then we're good to go. I wish like the audience see my face, <laughs> my face. I'm just like mind blown. I'm like, you are so tiny. Like with all these layers, at least, you know what? You're warm at the end of the day. Your goal is achieved. That's all that matters. Right? Like, yes. I love it. Oh yeah. Oh, and I do wear multiple scarves. So at any given time that you'll find, you'll see me. 
I'm never wearing just one scarf. I'm wearing two to three scarves without question. This is more than seven layers. This is definitely- I told you, I said baseline, seven is baseline. It, it it goes out pretty darn good as That's needed. Freaking so. hilarious! This is amazing. <laughs> like I, but it, but honestly, like you look like such a badass. Like you don't even look heavy with that many layers. It just looks like you're wearing a lot of clothes. I'm just like this is like nobody would even know it's seven minimum layers. It's it's a skill. It's it is a skill. A skill. That is a skill. <laughs> I just have to put that out there. Okay, so fun. All right, let's talk about a second for facts. Do you play guitar? This is a really cool I, do. Class, I thought. So when do you play? When is when does this happen? Uh oh, just on my own. I used to play a lot more when I was home, like I performed and things like this in Uganda, that is. Like and, and I grew up playing. Um I learned like when I was fifteen. And you'll probably find this even more fun fact. I taught myself after I heard Tracy Chapman's Revolution. Amazing. And I was like, oh, I want to play that song. So my neighbor had a guitar and I was like, can you just show me the chords that I need to play for this thing? And I just sat there for like two weeks, just like banging on that thing until I learned. And then I just got better and better. And just just sort of, if I saw somebody play a chord I didn't know, I was like, oh, what's that chord, you know? And then I just expanded. So yeah. And then, I don't know, at some point I became a person who could play the guitar proficiently. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like it's so you put your mind to something and then it just you're just like an expert in it. It's so amazing. Well, you know what they say, practice. Like it's honestly, true. I think people make it sound more complicated than it is. It's just like honestly, how I live my life is like when I think, oh, I really would like to do this thing, I just try it. For sure. And then if I like it, I just keep doing it, it and then keep sure. doing it. Yeah. And then eventually it's just like, oh wow, I'm really good at this thing. Ta-da. <laughs> Who knew? Practice makes perfect. That's a yeah. saying. It's true. It's totally legit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so I have to talk about your third fun fact. Then we got to pay a quick game time. All right. So okay. last fun fact that I just learned today is Maureen was an award-winning nanny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to her design life. This is so cool. All right. And like, so how long were you nannying for? Oh my gosh. I mean, like a few years. I, I want to say it was like in my twenties, you know, like in between like no big, no real job. You know what I mean? Like just like, I just need to make money or whatever it is. And so for some reason, I'm, I know kids, I'm good with kids. And I just was always like, sure. You want to help? You want me to help you with your kids? I'll I'll take them off your hands. I think it's funny too, because you didn't even know that you won that award. You said to me (laughs) earlier, which I thought was, I mean, like, that's awesome. Like some of you, somebody just called you, right. And you were like, you were listed as like best nanny in Cambridge. You're like, okay, (laughs) this is cool. Like yes, I was very confused because I was getting so many requests and I was like, what is happening? Where are these people finding my information and who are these people? And so I just asked this one person and they were like, oh, you were listed in the Cambridge magazine, some magazine that I now don't remember the name as the best nanny in Cambridge. And she was like, that's how I got your information. And I was like, "Uh, oh, okay, great. Thanks. (laughs) That's freaking And there awesome. it was. And like, I love keep learning. I keep learning so many fun facts about Maure- you, Maureen. It's so awesome. I well, love- many lives, many lives. For sure. For sure. But whatever, you just keep recreating yourself. It's really cool to watch. I just have to say. Well, I think it's the fun of life. I, I think the, the thing about it is that you don't have to be one way the entirety of it. Do you know what I mean? Like if you, I think that's a thing that I learned from my dad where he was just kind of like, just go with what, where the thing that is giving you life in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like explore, always explore it and see where it goes because 
yeah, there's always something to it. You you don't know what it is, but just like there's no, only one way to find out. You either you'll discover. He said there's only one of two things that will happen. You'll discover it's a whim, and then you'll move on and you don't care, mm-hmm. or you'll discover it's a thing that you actually really care about. So good, and it's a win. And so I was like, okay, so great advice, great advice. I love that. Okay, three quick fire questions. Yes. Some way for us to get to know you more, but no rush to answer these. All right. So Maureen's favorite food is? Uh, rice and peas. Ooh, what an interesting combination. Where did this even stem from? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I was continuously bribed by my parents. They could bribe me to do anything. Hilarious. With, by promising that I, could, I would eat rice and peas that, that night for dinner <laughs> or lunch or whatever. It didn't matter. That's I could. I would do anything if they were like, you'll get rice and peas. I was like, I'm in. What do you want me to do? That's hilarious. Okay, here. I keep learning all these fun facts. All right. Because you're a fashionista, if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? One outfit for the rest of my life. Color. That would be the outfit. Color. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be in the form of of, of clothing or anything but it would need to be color. I love it. Yeah. I've, ne- I've asked this question a lot. Nobody said that before. That's very good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> very the one, that's the only prerequisite. And why? Because color makes me happy. I love that. I can say I can say and do anything and create anything with color without that. fail. Like you'll so. figure it out, I guess, is that answer. Yeah. Like you yeah. Like you'll figure out what to, I love that. That's a fun answer. All right. Yeah. Final question. If you could meet somebody dead or alive you've never met, who would it be and why? I have an obvious answer, mm-hmm. but I also have an interesting answer. So I'll go with the interesting answer. Shahrukh Khan. And for what reason? He is probably the epitome of the kind of human being that I aspire to be. Huh. It's a very strange thing. He's, there are not many people who are loved by so many people that genuinely love the, the people that love them back mm-hmm. and that like do it wholeheartedly without feeling like they're entitled to that love For sure. or like without feeling like it's a burden to them or that sort of a thing. And he has the most remarkable superpower of being able to do that and still being a normal and actual kind, loving, considerate, non-selfish and selfless human being. I don't know how, but that's probably why I would want to meet him. Very good answer. I think that's, especially too, when you grow in a business personally or even professionally, it changes people. And I think that's so, that's a really admirable thing for sure to like always stay where, like, don't forget where you came from. Yeah. Yeah. David Letterman interviewed him and I, what it was one of my favorite things ever to watch because like he just couldn't stop looking at him like just like how are you like this like that's literally the entirety of his like For interview sure. was he just kept asking him like how is it possible that you are like this do you know what I mean and he was just kind of like I, I don't, just like, I, I don't yeah, know I'm like whatever <laughs> yeah he's just like I, I love I love the people. I love that they love me and I love them and I appreciate that they love me and like and I love loving them and the end. And it was just so like mind boggling. And I've like followed his career for a very long time. But like he really is like some kind of 
miraculous sort of magical person that I would totally be thrilled to like. Love that. Yeah. Great answers today, Maureen. You're awesome. You know, I have a thought. You're like, you're amazing. I think you're awesome. Um, right back at you, darling. Thank you. Can you please share with everybody how they can follow you again on socials, get in touch with you? Yes. And it has been so awesome having you on again today. <laughs> yes. On social. It was, it's also been really great to have you. I, I feel like this was just like us chatting. It was. And, somebody, it was. and I guess somebody's going to, people are going to be listening in or something like exactly. this. But um, I, I tried to like, keep it together and not like drop f-bombs or anything like that because you know when oh. we're talking you and i i do that exactly <laughs> um <laughs> so i i know so i feel very proud that i actually did not like you know do that with you on here um but yes okay so where can they find us share feet shoes on all of the social media platforms that you can think of if we're not on it if you type it in and we're not in there just try another one because we're on so many that i can't keep track but Definitely Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, Pinterest, and YouTube. Those I know for a fact that you'll find us there. Um, and then the website is com, And we do have a contact us form on there. So if you need, if you have any questions, I know people always have questions about sizing and, you know, all the different things, which by the way, I love getting back to. And for people who are listening, I actually try to respond to those myself. Okay. I don't respond to all of them myself because I have a, a team that also helps to respond. But like, I try to respond to as many of them as I possibly can because I just love getting to know our people. For me, it's like, you know, it's an opportunity to get to know the people that we serve and that, fun. you know, like our shoes. So, yeah. So and I just have to close out and say that um, Cheer If You Choose are made in Italy, designed in Boston. So they are international, which is so awesome. So that's correct. Get your hands on these beautiful shoes for sure. Right. P.S. I have a pair that's, uh, I think yours is actually on the way to, you'll probably have it on Saturday. That is so exciting. <laughs> Guys, I will be uploading pictures. I am ecstatic for my pair. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, Maureen, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene and stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.